1: this show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned into quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. The broadcast begins
0: now, now, now.
2: Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shayna Thornton. Now, of course, I am Shayna and I am honored that you've opted to join us live this Tuesday, August 16, 2016. It is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Let's Talk America radio show continues to offer timely news, dynamic talk, and great music weekly. We offer new shows constantly. Okay, So we separate ourselves from the other talk shows because we focus on the news stories that really impact you and every single member of your household, regardless of age or generation. Now, the schools are continuing to open throughout the U.S., and I hope that your kids have one phenomenal academic school year. And thanks for sticking with us even as the school year starts. I would like to remind you that if you miss any portion of our show live on Tuesday night, you're Always encouraged to go back and listen to the replay podcast, okay? And the easiest way to find that is by visiting our very new and awesome website, which is www.ltaradio.com. Again, that's ltaradio.com. Well, everyone, we have been on for the past three years and we've had the opportunity to highlight the stories that matter to you, including matters of health, law, education, pop culture. So much more. So I would ask you to continue to stay with us as we continue to feature new interviews and new topics each and every week. And tonight we have one phenomenal show for you that will not let you down. It will not disappoint. Now, I have a question for you. Have you been concerned about painkillers? You've heard a lot in the news about addictive painkillers, and they have been covered a lot. But have you been told the truth about them, perhaps? Are they as bad as they seem? How should you bring up the topic to your medical provider if you have to undergo surgery yourself? Well, the legendary volleyball great Gabby Reese joins us tonight on the show with celebrated physician Dr. Scott Sigmund, and they will highlight opioid use in the U.S. in 2016. So message a friend right now and let them know that their health matters and that Let's Talk America Radio is on. Now, tonight we will also talk about the ever-so-common and frustrating headlines. That's right. headlines is still around now. So do not think that it's gone away. It was a problem of the 80s or 1990s. Now, what new treatment options are available for your children, your grandkids, and yourself? Well, and who's exactly at risk for it. We'll stay with us tonight because we are going to cover this very critical topic. Our featured medical guest is nurse practitioner Wendy Wright. She's going to answer the tough questions, so you want to stay with us. And lastly, there is a unique nonprofit organization out there making a name for itself, all for a worthy cause. Donorschoose.org is one of Oprah Winfrey's ultimate favorite things, and was named by the Fast Company as one of the 50 most innovative companies in the world, and actually making it the first time a charity was chosen for the distinct honor. The founder and CEO of DonorsChoose.org, Charles Best, joins us tonight to discuss how to get our youth thinking about the environment. So you certainly want to stay with us for this important educational segment, okay, everyone? Well, Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is set to kick it off. And I would ask you right now, if you're on your favorite social media outlet, perhaps it's Twitter, it's famous Facebook, is it Snapchat or Instagram, go ahead right now and hashtag LTA Radio, hashtag LTA Radio. A L T A Radio, all caps or lowercase. It doesn't matter. And let everyone you're connected to on social media know that you are tuned in right now to Let's Talk America Radio, where we offer timely news, dynamic talk, and awesome music. And speaking of music, tonight we have tunes of the one and only Mrs. Based vocalist Michelle Johnson. Her music will be on towards the end of the show. And it it will be a short show tonight. So you want to stay with us. Don't miss anything. Message family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, and let them know that you're tuned in to your very own radio talk show for every single member of the household. So we are set right now. Get ready. And our signature in the news is up next where we highlight the top trending news of the hour. And we will cover some of the great moments of the Olympics in Rio. Stay with us. You're tuned in to LTA Radio.
1: Read with us. Apple Card books is a new independent online bookseller that offers a wide variety of literature for readers of all ages we sell new and used books for great prices tired of huge shipping costs customers save money with us because shipping is absolutely free no matter where you are in the world and with our customer rewards program you can earn free books
2: throughout the year ready to read go to ab A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E Books.net to save you time and money. Again, that's A-V-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E Books.net Read, be enlightened, be transformed with avantgardebooks.net this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton.
0: Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 730 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This
1: is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna
0: Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be.
2: Welcome back, everyone. As always, a special thanks to all of our national sponsors and partners. Thank you so much for your support. It truly is priceless. Now, if you're ever interested in collaborating with us to be a national sponsor or partner, please send us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, the quick email to remember if you are ever interested in discussing collaborative advertising options with us is admin at ltaradio.com. Also, I'd be remiss if I did not thank our weekly dedicated listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to your family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shayna Thornton. Your support means everything everything. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for going back and listening to the podcast if you miss any portions of the show. And also, I cannot thank you enough for sharing all of our news with family, friends, colleagues, and even your neighbors. We do get the messages. Thank you so much. Continue to reach out to us. Now, if you're ever interested in sending the show feedback or you want to send us uh, just a quick question, you can do that by emailing us again at admin at ltaradio.com. Or you can simply visit our website at lta ltaradio.com, and there you will find a link for contact and send us over a message. We love hearing from our listeners, okay? All feedback is welcome. Well, everyone, it is that time for our signature in the news, and this is where here on LTA Radio we keep you informed with the latest news of the hour, and it has been one busy day already. We're set to kick it off in the news for the week of August 16th. 2016. Well, the fastest have been identified. If you missed it, the fastest people on earth have been identified at the Olympic Games in Brazil. Jamaica will take claim for both leaders among the men and women. Favorite sprinter Usain Bolt received the top honor this past weekend by dominating in the Revere Track and Field's 100-meter dash in Rio de Janeiro. In his 9.81 second, time fell short of his own record of 9.58 set seven years ago. But he still won gold with USA's Justin Gabriel. Gatlin coming in second place to take the silver medal. And the highly anticipated women's 100-meter dash, Jamaica's Elaine Thompson took gold at the International Games on Saturday night with a time of 10.71 seconds, with USA's Tori Bowie taking the silver medal. Now, we will keep you posted on this historic Olympic Games. In the news, unrest in Milwaukee. The National Guard was called in by State Governor Scott Walker to assist the Milwaukee Police Department upon request in the aftermath of violence and property damage in Milwaukee's Sherman Park neighborhood after a fading police shooting of an African-American man. Police reports state that an officer shot and killed an armed man who was fleeing a traffic stop on Saturday afternoon. Authorities say the officer ordered the man to drop his gun, and when the man refused, the officer fired. fatally wounding the man. Now, body camera footage reportedly supports the officer's claim there has been a curfew set on teenagers in the Milwaukee area. And finally, in the news, manhunt in Georgia. A manhunt was underway this past weekend in central Georgia after an Eastman police officer was fatally shot while responding to a 911 call. 31-year-old Tim Smith, a patrolman, was killed when he got out of his vehicle and confronted the suspect, 24-year-old Raheem Deshawn Deeds. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation has said the suspect was considered armed and dangerous. He was found in his sister's car trunk this past Monday in Florida. Now, the victim, Patrolman Smith, leaves behind three children. We will keep you posted as the story develops. Well, everyone, this concludes this week's edition of In the News. But do stay with Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio as we continue to keep you informed with the latest news stories of the hour. I would advise you to join us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is S.S. Thornton. The handle on Twitter for Let's Talk America Radio show is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And there on Twitter, we keep you informed with the latest news stories 24 hours a day. Day, okay, what better way to stay informed with every news story that matters out there? Well, everyone, I am so excited to welcome legendary volleyball player Gabby Reese to the show tonight. Now, you probably have been watching the Olympics in Rio, and there's been some great volleyball matches, and there's no name that resonates like Gabby Reese when it comes to volleyball. She joins me tonight, not just to talk about sports, but something else near and dear to her heart. She's talking about painkillers. She's also talking Talking about surgery and how perhaps we don't always need to run to the painkillers that have been known to be very addictive for some patients. You want to stay with us. This conversation matters because it's about your health. You're tuned in to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio.
1: Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baroudi and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a 6-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www. Well, org. Welcome back, everyone.
2: It is now time on Let's Talk America Radio, where we share our inspirational quote of the night. And tonight, it's a pretty powerful one. It's actually a Chinese proverb that says, Failure is not falling down, but refusing to get up. Again, a great statement and very meaningful. It says, Failure is not falling down, but refusing to get up. And the statement really speaks for itself. You know, we all fall down at some point in our lives. But the real question is, what do you do next? And just as the very famous Chinese proverb says, it's what you do, it's getting up, that ultimately makes you a winner. I wish you a life of success and productivity and strength. All right, everyone, I'm excited because the next featured conversation is one with the renowned volleyball legend, Gabby Reese. She's joined by the acclaimed orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Scott Sigmund. They are both going to talk about addiction to painkillers, surgery, and how you can start that conversation with your medical provider to get you on the path of healthiness and also productivity. Stay with us. You're tuned in to your very own family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. And hey, go ahead. And hashtag LTA Radio right now. Let others know that you are tuned in. Okay, hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media outlet. We're on Google Plus and Pinterest. Stay with us. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at wwwdavinawilliamswixcom singer, and you are listening to
0: Let's Talk America with hope shade a thought yeah
2: Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. You know, each year, 70 million patients receive opiates following surgery with one in ten patients acknowledging they become addicted or dependent on them following that uh, operation or surgical procedure. Now, world professional, renowned volleyball player Gabrielle Reese made a personal decision to not take opiates, opioids excuse me, to manage her pain following her recent knee replacement surgery we have to talk with her more about that. Right now, I'm so excited tonight to have on with us the one and only uh, Gabby uh, Reese, known to many, and also um, orthopedic surgeon Dr. Scott Sigmund. He has been on Let's Talk America Radio uh, before. We're going to be discussing a new initiative aimed at educating both the patient and the physician, both of them, about options when it comes to post-surgical pain control. Welcome, Gabby and Dr. Sigmund, to Let's Talk America Radio.
3: Thank you so much for having us. Hello, again.
2: (laughs) Yes, what an honor to have both of you on tonight. Now, Gabby, many people recognize your name, your face. Uh, Obviously, you're a world-class athlete. Um, You're also a sports broadcaster and a a very acclaimed fashion model and spokesperson. You know, tell us about your uh, story, uh, the surgery
3: yeah so after i've i battled for about 15 years with some uh, j- joint dysfunction and, and discomfort and, and tried everything I could to avoid having a major surgery and okay. uh, And then three months ago I, I I sort of conceded and had my uh, full knee replacement and and so for me, I knew after I got out of the hospital, I, I did not want to go the opioid route, but. I the situation with that is it is uncomfortable and it is a grind. And so what was, what was ironic is while I was going through this, I learned about the Choices Matter campaign where they are encouraging patients, you know, they want to empower the patient. So okay. patients can now go to planagainstpain.com if they are faced with, with the decision of having to have a surgery. And, of course, there's a lot of questions and concerns about the, the healing process and the pain, dealing with the pain afterwards, And what I didn't fully know, and and I have an amazing doctor, was that you can go to Plan Against Pain, and Dr. Sigmund can talk about this because he's been doing this for a couple of years already, and there are protocols in place where people can be pain-free and comfortable uh, after major surgery uh, without taking opioids. So I was really excited to talk about that, especially because, as you you spoke of, this is a major epidemic. So is there a way, if, if patients don't have to be on opioids, but are concerned about pain, what can they do?
2: You know, Gabby, someone's listening right now um, from Brooklyn, New York, and they're saying, I I hear you. Um, In fact, maybe their physician has suggested knee surgery or uh, Mm -hmm. shoulder surgery, and uh, they have these thoughts about the drug use and perhaps Mm -hmm. maybe uh, some addiction. Maybe they've struggled in the past with something else. Uh, But they're hesitant, Gabby, to speak with the physician because they're saying, you know, Uh after all, I'm not a medical provider. Um, I do IT uh, in New York. What would be your advice to that listener?
3: You know, I understand cuz doctors are busy and and they are. They're in, they can be intimidating. I mean, they're there to help you and guide you and sort of there's an authoritative role there, which is which you want, right? You want your doctor to be in charge. But this is the whole thing about choices matter. It's encouraging okay. patients even if they feel intimidated. You know what I would do and I went in actually to my doctor with my husband and I'm and I'm You know, not that intimidated, pretty informed. I have a friendly relationship with my doctor. But take a friend in with you. Go to planagainstpain.com. Print out this questionnaire. Go in there and just have that open dialogue because, believe me, and Dr. Sigmund can speak to this, the doctors in their own ways have their own pressure to try to make sure all the patients feel pain-free. I'm sure that they're open to this conversation as well because everyone is recognizing that opioids, um, they have a place, but there is a part where it's a problem.
2: Wow. You know, Dr. Sigmund, uh, excited and honored to have you back on. Uh, Gabby spoke so eloquently about um, the uh, issue going on right now. You know there have been so many trending stories out there talking about um, addiction, the abuse of this class of drugs. I I want us to be fair and responsible. I know, um, as uh, Gabby pointed out, there certainly is a place um, for opiate use in America and throughout the world. But how did we get here, where when you mention opiates, people automatically think addiction or addiction? or possibly abusing it to the point of even going to heroin because you know there have been some news stories that have highlighted that.
4: Oh, your your point is well taken. And you know, surgery hurts and and the gold standard has always been to provide pain relief to patients and opioids are relatively inexpensive and available and really has always been the gold standard of treatment. The problem is uh, in the most recent study, one out of 10 patients that undergo elective orthopedic surgery or, or other surgeries have the risk of going on becoming addicted or dependent upon these medications. And there's no way for us to predict who that 1 in 10 is going to be. So it's not like the doctors were pushing medication and trying to get patients addicted. It sort of snuck up on us, to be honest with you. But, you know, there's really great news here. And, and, you know, uh, Gabby's a professional athlete. She's incredibly healthy and she was able to push through the pain after her surgical intervention, and she'll even admit it's been a struggle for her, but she's gotten there and she's doing well. The average patient doesn't have to do that. We have new medications that are available, oral medications that are anti-inflammatories, IV medications that are anti-inflammatories. We can inject medication directly into the surgical site, numbing up the knee for upwards of 24 to 72 hours. Literally, wow. you can have surgery, uh, Shane, at 7.30 in the morning. At 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you can be walking around with minimal complaints of pain. There are great options that are available. I think your previous point was also very well taken. Doctors, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go against my doctor, et cetera, yes. but believe it or not, the doctors are getting it, okay? There's a huge okay. push on education for physicians. They understand this dependency problem. They understand this opioid crisis and how it's affecting them. So they are on board at this point educating doctors to really minimize exposure of opioids. So the fact is your doctor's already thinking about it, so if you come in with the questions, hopefully the two of you can get together and come up with an excellent plan. Again, planagainstpain.com is that website. Okay. Planagainstpain.com.
2: I know you spoke about the one in 10 patients admitting that they've been addicted or dependent on opens after following um, surgery. You know, I know you say there's no really way that a physician can predict who that will be, but if someone's listening right now uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, and they have had problems in the past, perhaps with addiction, be it alcoholism, uh, maybe pills, maybe even some illegal drugs, should they really be adamant to make sure that doctor knows that information? Because you know, Dr. Sigmund, sometimes people have kicked a habit, it's 10, 20 20 years later, they're in a new location, they're with a new physician, and they're not necessarily being upfront about previous issues. Should that come up and uh, play with that physician, that conversation?
4: Yeah, it has to. I mean, I have okay. to believe that this substance abuse problem is a disease, okay? It is yes. it's, it's not a choice. And we have successfully operated on patients uh, with, our, with our program. Again, planagainstpain.com.
2: I love it. Uh, Gabby Reese, I'll uh, certainly end on you, Um, a world-renowned volleyball player known um, all over the world um, for your fitness uh, example, exemplary life that you've set for us. You know, uh, if there's someone out there, they have been told they have to have uh, the knee surgery, the foot surgery, Um, as you pointed out, you yourself admitted you tried to put it off as long as possible. Um, You know, they're just hesitant of it and they're having so many things, but they're living in pain. Uh, Can you speak to them about the courage to just work with their doctor and do what's best for their overall health?
3: Absolutely. I think if they, they go to theplanagainstpain.com, it's a great way to start and, and to communicate with their doctor and then do their PT. They've got to do the stuff after because that's really what makes the difference. I
2: love thank it. Thank you so and, uh, much for uh, having is, us. Thank
3: you. Sorry, go ahead, Gabby. No, thank you so much for having us.
5: Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on
2: Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, according to the CDC, millions of children between the ages of 3 and 11 actually contract head lice. That's right. I said head lice each year. Now, many of you may be thinking this is something of the past, but yet it's still around. Now, for many guardians, that means it's not a matter of if, but rather when it might happen to their child. Now, contracting head lice is beyond a mound inconvenience. I know some of you may already know that. It becomes an all-encompassing physical, emotional, and even perhaps a financial burden. Now, as parents prepare for another busy school year, it's actually started in many parts of the country already, the time where head lice tends to make an appearance, now is the perfect time to have a plan in place against this very common childhood nuisance. Starting a conversation with a health care provider before the school year or now that it's in the beginning parts of the school year, after. Right? Uh, may help parents or guardians to alleviate the huge impact a common condition such as head lice, can have on their households, their families, their villages. I am no expert on head lice by any means but I'm so excited and honored right now to have on with us a renowned uh, nurse practitioner, Wendy Wright. She is a family and adult nurse practitioner and she happens to be the owner and operator of two nurse practitioner owned in, uh, clinics in the New Hampshire area and she has many years of in practice. She's dealt with Headlines. Wendy, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio Show.
5: Thank you, Shana. It's so great to be here, and thank you for allowing me to talk on this topic. I think it's a timely time of the year.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Now, I'm honored to have you on, someone of your uh, caliber, but I'll be honest, head lice, it's making a lot of people itch and touch their hair already, Wendy. You know, I think we have a lot of misnomers or or, uh, uh, there's a misunderstanding about what exactly head lice is. Break it down for us. What is it?
5: So head lice are actually parasites, and they're transmitted to another child, by close exposure or close contact. So that would be putting one's chi- one child's head on okay. a pillow next to another child. So parents need to know that these are parasites, that they're spread by close exposure. And you, you said it in your introduction that there are six to 12 million age kids that are infected with head lice every single year. This is a very common issue.
2: So when the question of how do they get it or how they contract it, you said it's parasites and it's through contact. So, I mean, I'm no medical professional or provider like yourself, Wendy, but I'm assuming, I'm going to put this in layman's secular terms, that literally the parasites jump from head to head. Is that how it works?
5: Well, they actually don't jump. And okay. people often think that they jump off the body and jump onto <laughs> someone else. They really don't. And, in fact, they can't even live off of the human body. I see. They, so they're not going to be alive on your carpet or on your sofa okay. for days on end. But it is also possible for children to contract headlights by sharing baseball caps, by sharing brushes. Although it's less common than close okay. exposure, it can occur.
2: I see. And so, now, so you're saying, one, I guess we often think of, common, com, you know, childhood activities where I brush my hair, then I let my cousin hold the brush. You're saying we do need to be cautious with that because there's a possibility head lice could spread.
5: I'm saying that, yes, people should be cautious because there is the possibility that sharing brushes, sharing baseball caps could result in transmission. But more commonly, what we actually see is sleepovers, kids on the, in the same bed, head on the same pillow. Okay. But now
2: I'm assuming, too, since school is starting back and our kids are back being around all of their classmates, you're saying they can also get it from just being in close contact with other kids in their classrooms.
5: They can because think about a 3-year-old. What's the first thing my son did when I dropped him off at daycare? He went in and he hugged everyone there and put his I head see. right up against them. Okay. That's what causes head lice.
2: Wow, and, and this is jumping a little ahead, but I'm assuming you're saying it's, it's people with close contact. I'm sure there is headlights a problem in college or in the military where people are in close uh, proximity also, Wendy?
5: It's not actually really common at all once we get into middle school and high yes. school, and because I think most of us as adults know, keep your head away from other people. I see. We're not kind of putting our head next to other people, and so we just don't see it norm nearly as much as we see it in those school-age kids.
2: Okay, now here on Let's Talk America Radio, Wendy, we're all about solutions. So, hey, the reality is a lot of the kids are going to have contract headlights at some point in their life, especially you're saying at the younger ages. Now, they come home with it, the first thing a parent may say, oh my, you've got these things on your head, I have to wash your hair. Is that what they should be doing?
5: So the first thing they should do is actually not panic. I could hear okay. your voice as you're talking to me. <laughs> people often panic, and they want to run out and scream, and I totally get it. When you're a working parent, you get it. Um, but what I would say is don't panic. But what okay. I want our listeners to do is I want them to call their health care provider. Yes. Because you know what? Health care providers are versed in the latest treatment options for our patients. We can customize awesome. those medicines to our patients, and we can give people facts. This is the problem is that patients or parents will often treat their kids up to five times before they ever involve a healthcare provider.
2: Oh wow. And
5: and it doesn't need to be that way. That you mentioned it earlier. There's a huge financial burden to headlights. If kids are excluded, parents aren't working the treatment options cost money, and so I want people to call their health care provider okay. to get accurate information and to stay off of that internet. If you put headlines <laughs> into the internet, you're going to come up with all these websites Uh-oh. that a have no basis in fact, okay, or may not be safe, and that's a big deal when we're dealing with children and their lives.
2: Absolutely, you are tuned into your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Uh, hey, I'm already uh, scratching my head because the one. Is- and only acclaimed nurse practitioner Wendy Wright is breaking down the facts for us on head lice. That's right. It's still out there, and often the small kids uh, will actually contract it. Now, Wendy, I jumped ahead a little. For those listening in, maybe they're new parents. Maybe they haven't seen a case of head lice in decades. What, what does it look like to these parents that are looking for it?
5: So parents should look behind the back of a child's ear. They should look at the nape of the neck because that's where they're going to find head lice. And they're looking for nits, and they're looking for live louse. And once they do that, once they see them, they should, before they jump into any treatment, call their healthcare provider because their provider may direct them to two products that are sold over the counter, yes. or they may offer them a prescription version of a treatment. Now, today, I've partnered up with Arbor Pharmaceuticals to okay. talk with you and your listeners and our listeners about a product called Slice and it's called S-K-L-I-C-E. Parents can find information about this at Sklice.com. This is an FDA-approved treatment option, and what I want parents to know is it's 10 minutes only. They don't need to comb out nits. They don't need to comb out the live louse. This product, once they're done treating their child, they're done, and I think from a parent perspective, a working parent, 10 minutes versus an over-the-counter product that requires an application one now and one in two weeks, plus okay. combing knits every night, that's a huge deal. So, so those, again, they should okay. consult their provider.
2: And for the product you just mentioned, so it's literally it's a comb-through, right, that you're saying that you put on the kid's hair?
5: So it's a lotion, and we, what we okay. do is we just comb it into their hair, leave it on for 10 minutes, and then wash it out with water, yes.
2: As you're so eloquently describing the uh, new treatment option available for uh, treating head lice, uh, Wendy, my question is, uh, if someone's a boy mom, if they have sons, right, and say he has a very low haircut in particular, uh, I guess you're saying the lotion would be used on him also, but that brings me to my conclusion that I could be totally wrong. If you have shorter hair, right, so so many boys tend to have shorter haircuts, especially when they're younger, do they have a less degree, a chance of getting head lice than perhaps a young girl who has a lot of thick hair?
5: They do not have any less chance. And oh, wow. oh, we've all lived through this where our parents have threatened to shave our hair off. Please, <laughs> I'm asking your viewers, don't shave those boys' heads. Okay. Unless they want it. But what I would say to you, and I want to wrap this up because I know that we're limited for time. But what I want to say is again, please have your, uh, please, if you're listening to me today, yeah. call your health care provider. Okay. Consult the CDC.gov for evidence based okay. recommendations on treating head lice, And again, remember, most of us are going to have kids. That will get it. We don't need to shave off our kids' heads. There are safe <laughs> and effective treatment options, and that is not good for girls. Let me yeah, just you. It unless is not good for They their want it, Wendy. You said it, Unless so uh,
2: They want it. Before you leave us, thank you so much for sharing great information you. on Headlines. Um, but where can they go? Our national and international listeners' uh, website, I think you mentioned it earlier. Where can they go for more information?
5: cdc.gov and they can consult slice.com. Thank you so much for your time today. I really you. enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Goodbye.
1: Do you want the youth in your life to be on the right financial path? Then please go and purchase my amazing, phenomenal book, Green is the thing: Money Management for Kids. It is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble website. Also, please do not forget to hit me up on my social media. Go like me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tyreek Win fan page. Go follow me
2: on Instagram at Tyreek Win underscore author. And go follow me on Twitter at Tyreek Win author. And Tyreek Win is T-Y-R-I-K-W-Y-N-N. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, as kids are heading back to school very soon, if they have not already started, many of them may be concerned about more than just the latest fashions and trendy tech gadgets. Now, a recent poll found the majority of today's tweens and teens believe it's their job to fix the environment, and educators across the nation are updating their lesson plans to help fix that. When well, we have right now with us on the line the one and only Charles Best. He's the founder and CEO of the educational nonprofit DonorsChoose.org, and he's with us right now to talk about some environmental educational components. Charles, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio.
6: Oh, Thank you, Shana.
2: Thank you for being on. Now, when we talk about the environment, it is so big. It's such a complex issue. It can often seem overwhelming to not just the young kids, the youth out there, but also parents and guardians. What are some fun, easy ways for kids to help out?
6: Well, parents are working with their children to make all kinds of small adjustments in the home from recycling to reducing water usage. What's really exciting is that teachers now feel it's their responsibility as well to show students how they can protect the environment as part of their school experience. And that might mean a student-run school garden. It could mean a recycling program. It could mean a park or a beach cleanup.
2: Wow, which is really cool, which sounds like, I know we emphasize the teens and tweens, but something uh, that fun and and interactive and even physical to a certain degree could also perhaps apply to our younger kids, those out there with toddlers, maybe three or four years old?
6: Absolutely.
2: I like that. Now tell us more about some of the unexpected advantages of environmental education uh, tools out there and also some of the projects.
6: Well, environmental education is this neat mix of chemistry, biology, economics, but most importantly, it's hands-on. Students today don't just want to learn from a chalkboard or a textbook. They want to see and feel their learning. They want to see how the subject matter uh, relates to the world around them. And, of course, with environmental education, it's not just subject matter that relates to the world around you. It's about
2: saving the world around you. Wow. You are listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. We're on right now with Charles Best. He's a former educator. He is the CEO of DonorsChoose.org. And it's an exciting, it sounds like such an uh, innovative project, Charles. Yeah, what inspired you to uh, really get all of this started?
6: Well, I was a history teacher at a high school in the Bronx uh, about 16 years ago. And my colleagues and I would spend a lot of our own money on school supplies and talk about projects that we wanted to do with our students that just needed a little bit of funding, and I started DonorsChoose.org as a really easy way for anyone to help a classroom in need. Public school teachers all over America use our site to post classroom project requests seeking materials they need for their classroom, and then anyone can give to a project of their choice and see exactly where their money is going and hear back from the classroom they chose to help.
2: Wow, I love it. And it sounds like it's not just for educators and students, but perhaps grandparents or those who don't have children living in a home, they can help out. Now, how can local schools out there, from Atlanta, where we're hearing from, to the Bronx, to San Diego, California, how can they uh, help with the funding of these pretty cool environmental projects?
6: Well, they can start at DonorsChoose.org. And if a teacher creates an environmental project, Toms of Maine will come along and use its million-dollar Green Your School Fund to support that project. They will match anyone and everyone's donation to an environmental classroom project on our site. And if you go to greenschoolfund.com, you'll be able to see the most innovative and imaginative of these environmental projects and cast a vote for the project that you think is most compelling, and the teacher behind it will then get another major award from Times of Maine.
2: I love it, and uh, of course, the website uh, donorschoose. dot org. Uh, perhaps there's someone that homeschools their kids, Charles, and the kids are not necessarily in a classroom setting. Could perhaps some of the projects and ideas on the website help with that parent who's educating their own children at home?
6: Absolutely, I think that uh, greenschoolfund. dot com uh, would be. Uh, really an ideal place for a homeschool parent to get inspiration for hands-on environmental projects that could really uh, bring environmental education to life.
2: I love it. It sounds like it's something for all community members to get excited about. Again, tell us uh, where to go, where people can vote and get more information on such innovative uh, environmental projects for our students.
6: For sure. It's
2: greenschoolfund.com. Great. Thank you so much, Charles. Thanks for being on. Let's talk America Radio Show. Thanks, Jana.
1: Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is Talk Radio with Substance. Tune in.
2: Well, welcome back, everyone. That's an official wrap for Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Tonight, we had some great news and conversation. Stay with us. We come on the same time, same place, every Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We appreciate your time. And remember, if you missed any portion of the show or you simply want to listen to it two and three times, you're welcome to. Check out our podcast. You can find it by visiting our website at ltaradio.com. Or you can also go to SoundCloud, you can go to TuneIn, or iTunes, whatever is your favorite outlet. Go on there and certainly listen to our episodes. Well, we also air now every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WAEC Love 860 AM radio station out of Atlanta. So mark your calendar every Saturday at 8 p.m. belongs to Let's Talk America Radio. And visit our website for more information. Well, you know we love Great, timely news, and also a dynamic talk, and we love awesome and moving music. And tonight, the tunes belong to gospel vocalist based in Memphis, Tennessee, Michelle Johnson. The name of this song is Walk With Me, okay? Walk With Me. Hey, it's a great song. If you like it, certainly put her name in your favorite search engine and support Michelle Johnson. All right, everyone, thanks for submitting your music to all of our independent artists and those that are on midsize and large labels if you ever want to submit music or drop a question about the music featured on the show email us at admin at ltaradio.com that's a-d-m-i-n at ltaradio.com all right everyone stay with us enjoy stay informed you're listening to let's talk america with host shana thornton radio show Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is an entity of Pageant & Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the staff or production team of Let's Talk America Radio.